0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Trash, Trash or Treasure. Treasure with me Kim and me Amy. We have a podcast that brings you your next romantic read by recommending books or not using spoiler-free summaries or recaps. So
1: we could bring you your next romantic not read then.
0: We could bring you your... Next romantic swerve. Yeah. (laughs) Swerve this book. (laughs) So this week we are talking about Anne Gracie, one of our favourite Australian Regency romance authors, and her Marry in Blank series.
1: It's called A Marriage of Convenience.
0: Okay, fair enough. But all of the novels, there are four novels, because Anne Gracie's series has always had four novels, and they're all Marry in haste. Marriage of Convenience, Marry in Haste. No, it's Marry in Mary Haste. Marry in Haste,
1: Mary in Scandal, Marry in Secret, And Marry in, in Scarlet, Scarlet, which was released in 2020.
0: Right. And so, yeah, we're just going to do the series kind of as a whole because why not? And I believe this one falls to me to do the spoiler-free recap. Are you ready? I'm so ready. The basic premise of this series is that we follow a family. The head of the family is Cal, insert last name. He's,
1: I can't remember his last name, Correct. but he's a, he's a lord. He's come back from fighting
0: yeah, he's um,
1: Napoleon. Yep. He's been in the cavalry for many years.
0: So he has come back to discover that his father has died. Now, his father had a second wife, and this with that second wife, he had two daughters. Correct. So they are Cal's half Sisters, but... Lily and Rose. And they are separated by many years because, obviously, his father had had cow with the first mother and blah, blah, blah. So they didn't really grow up together. He's almost more... It's almost more uncle than brother because they're not really contemporaries in terms of age. The girls are quite young.
1: But they are half siblings. Yes,
0: they are half siblings.
1: And they are in a school.
0: They're in a school in Bath. So Cal comes back to sort some stuff out. His intention is to come back Sort some stuff out and then leave again to go over to go abroad and do more soldiering because he's a soldier at heart.
1: But he's inherited because he his is brother the youngest.
0: died. That's right. So he was the youngest son. His profession was soldiering. So dad's died. His younger, his older brother has also died. I don't remember in what order. I feel like the younger brother, it must be that his brother died. Yeah. So dad had died already. Yeah. Now the brother has died. Yes. Yeah. So. Carl comes back to sort some stuff out and discovers that... So, obviously, he is now the head of the family, which means guardianship of his two sisters, half-sisters, has fallen to him. And he also then discovers that when he goes out into the country to look into some rumours of a son, so he needs to look into it because, obviously, had his brother had a legitimate son then kyle is not going to inherit it would go to the son so he goes down to find out who this child is and whether there was any record of a marriage having taken place but when he arrives the point becomes slightly moot because the child george is in fact a girl and she has been essentially abandoned her Mm -hmm. mother died and she was essentially abandoned at a farm that her father had left her at. She's and, raised
1: by a servant.
0: Yes, a servant who she's not been able to pay for many, many, many years, but who just was like, I can't leave. But they have no money. So George is essentially a wild creature. And Cal, once he knows of her existence, is very upset that he didn't know he had a niece and that as a result of not knowing she's living in these really squalid, really rough, really difficult conditions. He takes her back to London. No, back Kicking to Bath. school. Screaming. Kicking and screaming with a giant dog. Yes, a wolfhound. She refuses to leave behind. And brings her back to Bath, who is Aunt's house, where he has where the girls are living. He
1: has a sweet little aunt, Aunt Dottie, and terrifying Aunt Agatha. Exactly. In the vein of all Aunt Agatha's in literature.
0: And so now he finds himself in possession of three young girls. (laughs) one of which is his niece, two of which are his half-siblings, all of whom feel that men are crap and just kind of abandon them and they would just like to be left alone. Thank you very much. We're fine on our own. But Cal soon discovers that he is not going to be able to just leave them with Aunt Dottie because she is far too kind. And and old. Yes, and he can't leave them with Aunt Agatha because she is far too horrendous and mean and he wouldn't wish that on anyone. So he thinks that what he needs to do is marry. So I know this seems like a summary only of the first book, but essentially them. the series then is Cal marrying off in the first book, and then Lily in the second, in the Marianne second book, scandal, Rose, Rose is in marrying in secret, and then. George Uh, George in Mary in Scarlet. So I don't know that we need to go into everybody's details. In the end, the love interest in the first book, because she's external obviously, is a teacher at the girls' school. So pretty much they respect her and she seems to be able to control them. And so... And she
1: has, it's not a spoiler because it's... Like in the first section of yes, the book, she is she's ruined. ruined. So she's like, "Well, this is probably the only offer of marriage I'm
0: ever going to get." Yeah, and that's why she accepts a random offer from a lord, but from someone she barely knows. And the girls don't know Cal either,
1: but they know her, not yes. George. But yes, so it's the story then of them
0: trying to make a family out of this kind of mess of these these sisters who are kind of almost the right age to be daughters. They kind of need guidance, they're about to enter womanhood and then obviously the woman, Cal Marries, kind of comes with her own baggage having been ruined. And Gracie does this amazing, she's really good at setting up that family unit and making mm. us like everybody and understanding the balance that's needed with different kind of personalities and also giving us all someone to kind of rile against in Aunt Agatha and I know in the first book I feel like for me it was very strong on the family side of things, the establishing yeah. that sense, well, creating it it a family unit out of essentially a bunch of disparate people was what, this. that's kind of the core of this book is that first, this core of this series and that first book does it really well it creates a family where there wasn't one.
1: And that's why I think George is the last novel because she's the one who needs the most belonging
0: as the family
1: because she's come from this situation of essentially abandonment.
0: Yes, and it takes all – it really takes all three of the other novels for her to even be in a position where she feels like she belongs anywhere. Mm. So before she could be expected to go off and make her own family, she really needs to feel like she has one. Mm. So – that's kind of... I feel like that's kind of That's it. the premise of the Marriage yeah. of
1: Convenience, but not of each of the books. But I'll just say that the second book, Marion Scandal, is Lily's story. The male protagonist in that book we meet in the that's first novel, Marion That's kind of the case all the way through. No, because in the third book, which is Marion's Secret, obviously the title yes. suggests that we haven't... The people, we haven't met the two guys in there, but in the fourth book, which is George, we We've have met, met Yeah, hero. that's what I mean. It's sort of... Yeah. Sorry, Marion's Secret is Rose's. She's the outspoken one. Lily mm. is shy and quiet and George is
0: wild. Yes, and <laughs> doesn't want to marry. Is no. Her thing. Has no intention of allowing herself to be controlled by a man. No. So. Would you recommend the Marriage a Convenience series? Yeah, I would.
1: I really enjoyed that first book. Me too. I like M, Emily, the... Oh, yeah. And I don't, I quite like Cal as well. He was, he took a little bit of getting used to because it's that I haven't read a lot of the novels that feature the military people. And Gracie's yeah, got a whole series right. about that. So it was like me stepping into a slight little alien world. I just had to get acclimatized to Cal. But I thought that both of them were quite believable. Like yeah. his, his decisions were incredible incredibly logical yeah and then i enjoyed their at no point once they got married or anything was there any form of like disrespect between them you know those marriages where they just get married because scandal and then they just hate on each other for so much time it gets really annoying it was just about well okay so strangers let's now make this work and if it turns into something more that's amazing it's a romance novel, so it does, but that journey was really nice yeah. and really sweet. Yeah. The second novel, the hero, I quite liked. I found Lily was a bit beige, as so it's not my favorite. Of them, I didn't have enough time. I think to get to know her as a Rose person. was a
0: much more well. Rad, she was dominant. So. She was dominant in the first book, so it's odd that we went from from Rose being kind of the voice we heard a lot of to then telling Lily's story. Matters. I would have swapped them
1: around yeah, because so. I just didn't get to know. Lily enough for me to care quite so much about what happened to her. I thought in that Mary scandal that it was quite cute, but the obstacle that Lily was trying to overcome was a bit silly. I haven't reread that one very much. Mary in I've never reread it. Mary in Secret, yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, it
0: was pretty alright. Yeah.
1: And Mary in Scarlet, I've actually read twice. I did quite enjoy that. That's George yeah because like the romance novel yeah she does get married yeah but her response to having to like she doesn't want to get married yeah and how she tries to negotiate that also was quite believable in terms of the George we'd sort of come to know yeah. so I did as a series I enjoyed them I think they're probably one and four
0: were my favourite. Yeah, that's often the case with Anne Gracie series.
1: I don't. It's not as good as the Chance sisters. But Daisy yeah. does appear. They, they go to yeah. Their, they
0: go to her as a as a modiste, modiste to get yeah. their
1: clothes made, which was quite a nice little like within the Gracie world. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not my favourite Anne Gracie series, but it was really so. Yeah, I would recommend it. What about you?
0: I really liked the first book Mm -hmm. i really liked Emmeline and i really liked cal and i really liked the sense of community that was built over that book and i felt like everybody was a bit lost and everybody needed to find a home so and Anne gracie does that really nicely kind of like we're the village of lost toys and we all are just going to band together and take care of each other and voila yeah it's (laughs) beautiful and so i really enjoyed that in the first one I can't say that the others were particularly memorable. So I Mm. don't know that I would – like, I mean, for sure, if you've read all of Anne Gracie's other series, read this one. Why not? You probably already have. If you're sitting there and going, yeah, of course, I read Anne Gracie when it comes out, then fine. But if you are kind of picking and choosing and in the nature of this podcast being about – don't waste your time, like targeted great reading that's always going to make you feel fulfilled and happy and rah rah. I probably wouldn't read the others.
1: So you'd only recommend the first one. Yeah, Mary I didn't. Yep,
0: I didn't need the others. I, they were all right, but I think if I had a hundred more books to read, they wouldn't come anywhere near sort of the top 500 that I would list. And I just, Anne Gracie has written some much better stuff. So I really enjoyed the first book. Totally treasure the first book. I have read it more than once. I've never read the others again, and I probably wouldn't.
1: Mm. And I found... Well, I've reread them because they're easy reads.
0: Yeah, but I have other ones that are easy reads as well. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, just yeah I anyway. read
1: so fast that so I just need a big pile of easy Yeah, reads. <laughs> that's completely
0: fine. And we do know that of the two of us, I'm a little bit time poor when it comes to that kind of thing, hence why this podcast exists. Recommend the first one, but you could stop. At the first one you know what's going to happen after you read the first one you're like well everyone else is going to get married
1: yeah but you don't know to whom and you don't know the journey because that's like a romance novel i
0: like every romance movie.
1: novel you know what will happen
0: yeah i guess that's but the true.
1: who in the how
0: the who in the how so, i liked aunt dotty
1: yeah she and she gets her own little narrative she has her own sweet. little
0: narrative which i really really loved yeah
1: it was super cute i
0: don't like I, aunt dotty was my favorite part of george's book yeah and I actually thought George's story was a little bit argumentative. Oh me. yeah, and but George's as I a agree. character is argumentative. argumentative. And I thought Lily's was a bit beige, and I just felt like Rose. I think maybe that was it. Like everyone kind of felt like a little bit obnoxious child in the first book because they were in need of a mother. Like they needed. Someone, Cal, well they needed parenting and Cal was not capable of doing it because he was a soldier and unless- Yeah,
1: but I like in that first book that he's like,
0: I'm not capable of doing it! What do help! I do? i got to get married. Someone to help me. Exactly. and um, <laughs> Have to be a wife so that they listen to her. <laughs> and it worked out really well. I just, yeah, I just feel like that for me was it. Maybe I needed to fast forward a bunch more years. I don't know. But I just, yeah, this was probably you one of the... needed more
1: backstory behind each of the girls. Like you yeah. needed them to get a bit more mature so that they had more like the problem with Gregory in yes, the Bridget in the, at the end of that. He
0: goes away and also he's an 11-year-old. He's an 11-year-old really, an and we saw we saw the family he got raised in and it was all kind of lovely. He was too young to have been negatively affected by the death of his father and you kind of and the same is kind of true of the girls the things that they needed what their problem was at the beginning really was a lack of a family yeah. a lack of feeling like they had family and then once they had that i don't know maybe giving them more barriers and their following books didn't work for me as much i don't know i'm not quite sure but either way i would read any of anne and gracie's other series the perfect series the chance sisters i would read all of those books again before i read two three or four from this series
1: i'll read whatever and gracie throws at me
0: Ah. Oh. I read everything she writes, and I will continue to read everything she writes. these concerned. aren't
1: your favourite of course. These
0: aren't my favourites. Yeah. That's okay. When you write lots of things, some of it will resonate with some people, and some but of it also, will resonate with others. But also, such a strong first
1: book that you didn't need the others.
0: Kind of, yeah. yeah. I just felt like I was, I felt very satisfied from that first book, and it kind of, yeah, I could not rave enough about that first book, which mm, is yeah. quite funny then that I'm a bit lukewarm on the others. Yeah. So I would say treasure funny for book six. one, trash for books two, three, four, in an affectionate trash way not in like a set fire to them well
1: i think that brings us to the end then of another episode of trash or treasure
0: thank you so much for listening we will see you next time happy reading